Hey everybody, I am so glad you guys are here this morning. I am so excited. Um, I get the privilege of introducing my daughter to you. It is such an honor. Um, Lexi, come up here with me for just a minute. Um, well, she's going to stay up here actually, but um, she is our middle daughter and this morning I'm just so honored to get to announce her. She is preaching for her dad this morning. Um, I want to tell you just a little bit about her. Yes, give it up for Lexi because she's going to bring it to you. Um, one of my favorite things about her is that she is the girl that brings joy to every home she walks into. And if you're having a hard day, she's going to be the one that lights up the room when she walks in. And she's also going to be the girl that um, lights your darkest hour. So if you're having a hard time, this is the girl you want fighting for you in your corner. And I just am so proud of her. Um, so I am so excited and I'm just such a privilege that I get to be the one here doing this today. And I love you and I'm so proud of you. Good morning. So today we're going to be reading out of Psalms 37. So let you turn there and I'll tell you a little bit about myself first. So like she said, I am Pastor Stan's daughter and also hers. Um, I have been doing hair for six years. I have been married to my amazing husband for three. My hobbies include, but are not limited to, hunting, shopping, and eating chicken nuggets. When my mom first messaged me to speak, it was Friday afternoon. I immediately responded with, um, no. I am terrified of public speaking. I have not spoken in front of people since my senior year of high school, and it was a five-minute short sermon. This might be a ten-minute short sermon. (laughs) We'll see. Um, So I chose this one. I had it written down for about a year for a completely different message. And I went back to read it to see if that would still be the same thing I was going to preach on, and it made no sense. So I scratched it, kept the same chapter, and found something new, which is just crazy that every time you read the Bible, you can find something new that you've never noticed before. So today we're going to be talking about hope, because this year needs a lot of hope, especially as it's coming to an end. So hope for the future, hope for today. Um, I know for most people, 2020 has probably sucked quite a bit, but I truly don't believe that an entire year, 365 days, can completely suck. You had to have been happy at least once. Um, But if you're not, this message is going to hopefully make you so happy because we can all need a little hope in our lives. So we're going to start with verse 1. Do not fret because of those who are evil, or be envious of those who do wrong. For like the grass, they will soon wither. Like the green plants, they will die away. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you 
the desires of your heart. I'm going to stop on that verse for just a second because I'm sure everyone has heard this one. It's one of the most popular verses, I think. Um, It's not going to happen immediately. You can pray for something and maybe 10 years later it'll happen. But one day it will if your heart truly desires it. Verse 5. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him and he will do this. He will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn, your vindication like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret when people succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked schemes. Now, it might seem like there is so much evil going on in the world, but there's also so much good. The media does not want you to know that. I mean, they don't get their ratings from telling you happy things, as you know. Um... I, it is up to us to shine above all of the negative. I love verse 7. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. I know we have a really hard time being patient, but we have to. It says, do not fret when people succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked schemes. That's just telling us not to worry, because even if bad things happen, good things are going to happen after it. Um, the bad, it may seem like the bad is winning, but it can't continue forever. As long as we trust in God and put our faith in him, we will have victory. Verse 8, refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Do not fret, it leads only to evil. For those who are evil will be destroyed, but those who hope in the Lord will inherit the land. How hard is it for us not to react poorly? When somebody says something against us about our faith, when we know that their only goal is to get a reaction out of us, they can't fuel their fire if we respond with grace and kindness. Repay evil with love because those who come against you are broken and hurting. We have to have hope for the hopeless. God says, forgive them for they know not what they do. And I think we need to take that verse to everyone who comes against us. Verse 10. A little while, and all the wicked will be no more. Though you look for them, they will not be found. But the meek will inherit the land and enjoy peace and prosperity. The wicked plot against the righteous and gnash their teeth at them. But the Lord laughs because he knows their day is coming. The wicked draw the sword and bend their bow to bring down the poor and the needy to slay those whose ways are upright. But their swords will pierce their own hearts and their bows will be broken. This passage makes me so excited. I have no idea how long it's going to take for it to come true, but I am hopeful for it. God tells us exactly what's going to happen, which should give us hope for the future. We shouldn't be scared when we know he's in control. Verse 13 says, but the Lord laughs at the wicked for he knows their day is coming. Doesn't that just make you happy? I mean, God laughs at the ignorance of the wicked because he knows what's coming to them, and so do we. It's such a great feeling when someone thinks they're going to get away with something, but they won't. Verse 16. Oh, not yet. God tells us not to worry, so stop worrying about things that he already has control of. He tells us, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. And I know this year has come with a lot of worries, especially right now after an election, but all we can do is pray about it. Verse 16, better the little that the righteous have 
than the wealth of many wicked. For the power of the wicked will be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. The blameless spend their days under the Lord's care, and their inheritance will endure forever. In times of disaster, they will not wither. In days of famine, they will enjoy plenty. But the wicked will perish, though the Lord's enemies are like the flowers of the field. They will be consumed, and they will go up in smoke. The wicked borrow and do not repay, but the righteous give generously. Those who the Lord blesses, those the Lord blesses will inherit the land, but those he curses will be destroyed. This is so important to pay attention to, because God isn't saying that bad people won't come into power, but he's saying that it won't last forever, and good will eventually take over. We need to hold on to God's promises, because no matter what is going on out there, his love for us is still in here. We are his children, and he will take care of us no matter what. No matter how hard life gets, we are the children of the one true king. Verse 23. The Lord takes, makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Though he may stumble, he will not fall. For the Lord upholds him with his hands. I was young, and now I am old. Yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken, or their children begging for bread. They are always generous and lend freely. Their children will be a blessing. Turn from evil and do good, and you will dwell in the land forever. For the Lord loves the just and will not forsake his faithful ones. Wrongdoers will be completely destroyed, and the offspring of the wicked will perish. I love these verses, because even though life sucks sometimes and for a lot, this year sucked a lot, and it will continue to. That's just life. We know that God will help us every time we falter. As long as we keep doing what he tells us, life will keep getting better because his love never fails. Verse 29. The righteous will inherit the land and dwell in it forever. The mouths of the righteous utter wisdom and their tongues speak what is just. The law of their God is in their hearts. Their feet do not slip. The wicked lie in wait for the righteous intent on putting them to death. But the Lord will not leave them in the power of the wicked or let them be condemned when brought to trial. I think this verse is so important for us to remember. Because even if we don't like who's in charge of us, it can't be bad forever and we'll come out of it. 34. Hope in the Lord and keep his way. He will exalt you to inherit the land. When the wicked are destroyed, you will see it. I have seen a wicked and ruthless man flourishing like a luxuriant native tree but soon he passed away and was no more though i looked for him he could not be found this is so important right now especially with this year's election i'm not going to go into politics but it's what's going on and it affects all of us no matter who comes into power we will continue to be christians continue to love and continue to love people as we are supposed to now more than ever we need to show the world the love of god we must accept the things we cannot change. And if you don't like the outcome, all you can do is pray about it. And we especially need to pray for a change in the hearts of all our leaders. We will be delivered from these things, but only in God's timing. Verse 37. Consider the blameless, observe the upright. A future awaits those who seek peace. I believe this verse is so, so important. Because there's so many people that all they want to do is cause problems, and they're never happy. 
as we continue to seek peace, our lives will be fulfilled. Verse 38, but all sinners will be destroyed. There will be no future for the wicked. The salvation of the righteous comes from the Lord. He is their stronghold in times of trouble. The Lord helps them and delivers them. He delivers them from the wicked and saves them because they take refuge in him. I, what an amazing verse to end on. Of all of the trials and tribulations we will have to go through, we still win. So keep your head up, hold on to the hope that God gives us, and go straight at 2021 with more faith, hope, and love than you've ever had before. Because verse 40 says, the Lord helps them and delivers them. He delivers them from the wicked and saves them because they take refuge in him. I am going to end on that. Um, I just hope this, well, I hope it gives everybody hope for the future. Because I know this is such a hard time everybody's going through right now. And especially because we're all in the same boat. I know it brings a lot of sorrow, but there's also a lot of joy. And I am so thankful we live in Idaho where we can have church today. That's something to be hopeful for. Thank you. Oh, I was done. Sorry. Um, Mom is going to come up and pray, and Pastor John and the amazing worship team are going to be singing my theme song. Um, I asked him to learn this in one day, and I am so proud of all of them. Thank you. So I'm going to ask you all to stand up for a quick second. Um, I want to take a minute, and Lexi did such a great job. The one thing that I know to be true is this, and while we don't get to choose the authority that is placed over us, the one thing we get to do is vote. And rather than living in stress or fear or anxiety, what we can do is pray. We're called to pray for those in authority over us. And I just want to take a quick second and pray and do just that. Um, I believe that we are not called to live in fear or stress or anxiety because it doesn't change anything. And we can live our days posting on Facebook about all of the junk that's going on around the world, but what does that really do? How does that change the world by ranting? And if we would just take a moment and lift up the name of Jesus instead, I think that would move mountains. And I just want to take a moment, if you will do that, and remember throughout the week, that we are called to lift up the name of Jesus to heaven to actually move mountains. And, and while it seems like such a small thing, it's a big thing because it's actually what works. And it's, it's the one thing that God's called us to do. Um, so I just want to remind you in the, in the days and the things that we do when we're going through trials of our own, um, we're all going to go through trials, you guys, right? But there's joy to be found in them. That sounds like an oxymoron, I know. <laughs> but there is joy to be found in them. And um, there's things to be learned from them. So I just want to take a second, and we're just going to pray. Father God, I just lift up your name right now in Jesus. 
we just pray for the authorities that you've placed over us and I just ask that you give them wisdom wisdom beyond their wildest imaginations father and I pray that you would give them the wisdom that they need Lord to govern our country Lord Jesus and I pray that you would touch each and every person that governs our country from the top to the bottom from the right to the left in Jesus name I pray that you would touch our fire department our police chief our sheriff's department our ambulances the men and women that serve our country I ask that you would give them favor in all they do I ask that your blessings would touch them Lord God that you would go with them that you go before them in front of them behind them beside them to the left and to the right God in all they do that you would give them blessings and that you'd give them favor in Jesus name I pray amen I am so grateful that we live in a country that we can pray in and I am so grateful that we get to go to church on Sunday because you know what there's some states that you can't even do that in right now so I'm really grateful for today and I am so grateful for each and every one of you and I'm really grateful for this incredible worship team right here because they busted a lot out for this so give it up for these guys